0: What's up, everybody? This is Taylor Vipolis, and welcome to the Players' Lounge, a new podcast brought to you by Inside Carolina in partnership with Heels for Life, which is UNC's NIL collective created to bring together UNC football players, fans, and businesses... by my guy and my former teammate Shaquille Rashad who is the executive director for Heels for Life and today we're joined by our first ever guest UNC cornerback Storm Duck. Storm appreciate you getting on here and we have to start with the obvious when you hear Storm Duck for the first time the first reaction from broadcasters and from fans is that it's the coolest name in all of college football. How young were you when you realized how unique of a name it was that you have?
1: Uh, to be honest, probably elementary school. i say probably around second or third grade. Like It'd be like little stuff to where like, say my teacher was like entered, like, so the first day of class, my t- like, you know, teacher do roll call and all that. And, um, Like she was, she said, storm, like storm duck. And everybody would like, look at me. And I just kind of like, I mean, then <laughs> I feel some type of way about it. Like, you know, like people laughing and all that, but you know what I'm saying? Like as I got older and all that, I really didn't care about it. You know, people like like obviously my hometown, like we all knew each other by that point. Yeah, you know, it was just really it is what it is and all that. But I mean, I I mean I I like my name. I think it's yeah. all right.
2: You, you you mentioned your hometown there, Boiling Springs, South Carolina. Talk to us about Boiling Springs. Like if me and Vip come down, you're trying to recruit us to come to Boiling Springs. Think of it like an official visit. Where are we going? What are we doing? Like what's Boiling Springs got to offer?
1: Honestly, I mean we got, we got we got some cow fields, some you're, pastors out there. You're not selling it right now. <laughs> you're not selling it. You're not selling it. Mean, i would be real. Honestly, <laughs> everything in South Carolina, that's great to do probably. That's probably fun to do. They have more stuff to do. It's probably uh, Columbia, Charleston area. But Bowen Springs, Spartanburg area, there's not, it's not too much to do. You know what I'm saying? It's real. I feel like it's real family oriented and all that. So, I mean, like really just spend time with friends. That's, that's really how I, I spent my time really just hanging out with friends and, you know, being with family.
2: So we're going to work on the recruiting pitch. We'll call that culture. It's a
1: culture driven city. It's
2: culture.
0: Yeah, that's all I do. I, me, and, me and Shaq were ready to come on this visit. We were ready to commit. And then yeah. you just sold us on Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got to up the state somehow. But oh, Boiling Springs is just over three hours from Chapel Hill. Take us back to the recruiting process. Why did a young storm duck choose to go to North Carolina to play football?
1: So originally, my recruiting process was a little slow. I, I didn't get my first offer till the, my, my, before my junior year. Well, oh, no, no, going into my junior year was a Wofford, which is a FCS school that we actually played this year. Um, then I came to a camp here in ninth grade. And uh, I had told myself then, like, I, I was going to cut, like, I'm going, I'm going to come here. So I came to the camp. Then uh, time went by and all that. Then I got in, uh, I got in touch with Coach Stig probably going in, yeah going into my senior year and, um you know I'm saying, like he, he evaluated me and all that. And then obviously, you know, with the uh, changes and all that, you know, I met Coach Bly and everybody. And by that time I had the offer and I committed right before all of that. And, you know, I just stuck with it.
2: So you said like you got the offer going into your senior year, you're saying, right? Yeah. So that's when it sounds like other people realize like you could play at the power five level like when did you know though because you know sometimes you know before the offers come in like when did you feel like you can compete at this level
1: honestly not until not until i got here i'll I'll be completely honest with you all like in high school i I had confidence i knew i could play football but like i I didn't know like at what level yeah because i mean the way recruitment was going it was like you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know if I was, you know, good enough for the power five, but, you know, getting here and like competing and like growing as a person and as a player, it was, it showed like it, it taught, I taught, it taught myself that, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm able to do it. And
2: you know. I respect the heck out of that, man. I, I think it's hard to find that amount of honesty and humility from, yeah. from football guys. Cause like, I, I'll ask guys that sometimes they're like, man, when I was born, yeah. I came out the womb ready to, ready to strap the it moment up on I touched the football. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but there's – so with that kind of honesty, there's normally an adjustment period when you get to the college game when you're running around wide-eyed, you know, everything's moving super fast as you're trying to absorb everything that you're learning. Was there one moment in particular that you remember everything kind of clicking for you and being like, you know, I do belong at this level?
1: Um, I'd have to say – Probably midway through my freshman year, I think that's when I um say things click, like I just felt like I was like the speed of the game had completely slowed down. And my mindset you know, my mindset was just compete and just play. Like the people I'm going against do the same thing I do. And, you know, I do the same thing as them. It's just like, but I'm not gonna like my goal is not to let the other person get me type deal. And um I just really just go with that mindset.
0: And I saw your face when I mentioned that the wide-eyed, everything kind of moving fast. You also have a a story there maybe when, you know, you you were trying to adjust to how fast everything was kind of moving. Yeah. That's why I originally thought he was going to ask me at first. (laughs) So
1: my, when I got there in the spring, uh, I say it's like my welcome to college football moment type deal. It was, uh, I was lined up against Diami and, um, like he had ran out, like I was lined up out, you know. I thought I was, ready. I thought, I, you know, what I'm saying I could run with everybody and all that. In high school, everything was smooth, yeah. running with everybody. Then all of a sudden, like I looked inside and I looked back, the ball snapped. And like, by the, like, I, like, I didn't even open up by the time, like, he was like five <laughs> yards past me. And I'm just running, like, trailing him, like, this dude can run. Like, <laughs> then, you know what I'm saying? Like, as time went on, you know what I'm saying? I got better and like my technique and all that. But I have to say, like, that really, like, made me think like yeah this is different like it's 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 a lot different
2: yeah that's cool because everyone has that welcome to college football moment yours was just getting run by which is great because for most people it's getting physically abused in some way like somebody's getting run over (laughs) yeah most people are getting run over or something like that so I'm glad yours just getting run by in a practice but obviously like from that point that welcome to college football moment to now when like Sam Howell's coming out here saying you're one of the best corners he's played with Dre's saying you're one of the best in the conference. There was a, a big change, right, from Welcome to College Football to that. What do you think it is that separates you and your preparation or the way you play that makes you the player that people
1: are saying that about now? Um, I'd say a mindset. It's a mindset thing. I mean, I feel like in day-to-day life, like, you wake up, you have, to, you have to have a purpose with, like, anything you're doing, really. I feel like if you wake up you don't have a purpose, it's like you might as well just stay at home all day. And if you stay at home all day, you're not going to, you know, make any money to provide for your family or anything. So you got to go, you got to get up and do it. It's just like a mindset, it's just like every day I want to get better at something, no matter if it's learning something about science, history, like football, anything. Like I, I wake up every day trying to, you know, get better, find something new to learn about, read a book, something different.
0: You're either getting better or you're getting worse or and if you're staying the same, you might as well just be. Be getting worse because somebody's out there. Somebody's out there getting better. I have to ask you about your jersey number. You're rocking number 29, which, Mm -hmm. little known fact, when I first got to UNC to play football, that was my number. But I switched to number (laughs) 87 because I felt like I didn't rock 29 quite Mm -hmm. like you rock 29. Where did the number 29 come from and how did you kind of pick that?
1: 29 really came from. Honestly, I just picked the number. Um, like, the, I know we had, like, you know, certain numbers. Like, when you get, to, when you get here, you get uh, certain numbers to choose from and all that. And, uh, you know, I just went with 29. I mean, I had – oh, actually, yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick. Coming out of high school, I really I really liked him and Greedy Williams. And I, I saw they wore 29. Now, all the numbers, like, you know, like, I really admire those two guys a lot. Like, watch their film and just, like, love what they did, love what they do. So that's that's really my that was my cho- that was my choice for you know choosing twenty nine. Yeah, I but, really
0: resp- go ahead, Vip. Yeah, I was gonna say, you had a choice when I when I played football. <laughs> I walked onto the team and I just showed up one day, and twenty nine was in my locker. Hey. <laughs> I, I thought for <laughs> sure Storm was gonna say he picked it because of you, Vip. He was yeah, inspired like, by I, your play. I gave and- him I gave him that as a layup, and it's like <laughs> couldn't even take it for me. Hey, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that one out. I'm gonna take it now. You you were my reason. I like
2: it, <laughs> uh, that's cool. Well, we talked a bunch about football so far. What do you like to do outside of football? So you mentioned Boiling, boiling Springs is a culture driven place. But like, other than that, like, what do you like to do? Hobbies, video games, like, what are you doing in your free time?
1: Video games, yeah, yeah. video games for sure. Um, I like reading and I like art too. Um like looking at like modern art and really just spending time with my friends and family and, you know, just staying into the, you know the word like those, those things really, like what I live off of.
2: Yeah. So what what games we playing? You said video games. We we talking Fortnite. We talking. I know Halo just came out with something new. We got Call of Duty. What are we playing?
1: Yeah, Call of Duty and 2K. You know, it's generic. But I mean, I, I, those those probably the two I go at the most.
2: Which 2K? You you play the recent 2K? I'm still on 14. That's the last one I was good at. So I stuck with 2K14.
1: Oh no, you got to get on 22. 22.
2: yeah you about eight years behind now um i'm the guy nobody wants to play because i uh i turn off fatigue because my thing is always the worst he's the worst i didn't i didn't
0: play (laughs) my
2: thing is i didn't pay 60 bucks to buy 2k to pay with the six man like i want to play with the starters the whole time i I actually forgot he
0: does that until he just mentioned it and like when we used to have the playstation in the players lounge like you would just hear everybody screaming at Shaq because he was just the worst (laughs)
1: Oh no! Nah. Yeah, play I got play, play fatigue. fatigue had to. That's uh, wild. It's a world I don't <laughs> live. In. Good for you. I'll, I'll let y'all
0: have that one. <laughs> uh, Storm, you you made a immediate contribution to the defense almost from day one, your freshman season, and you graded out as one of the the most productive and consistent players according to Pro Football Focus. The next year, you play in two games, dealing with injuries, and then this past year kind of the same story where you're battling through injuries. And Shaq and myself are both guys that dealt with injuries throughout our careers at Carolina. So knowing how demoralizing and kind of isolating that whole process is, where did you kind of find your motivation coming back from injuries?
1: My motivation came from really my teammates and my family. Um, Knowing that, you know, like seeing them make plays and going out there every day and working – like motivated me to want to c- like come out there even more. Then also, like, I play the game for my love of the game and also my family. And um, it was really just the mindset of, like, I- I've played football this long and all that, so, I mean, I don't want to stop playing. So, you know, I just came out and just, yeah, really my-, my teammates, just like the love I have for them and them making plays just, you know, made me want to come out there and do it with them. That's really what got me through.
0: How tough is it when you see everybody – out on the field playing and you know everybody from social media to people you're seeing around on campus is like when is storm coming back because you do have such a big role on the defense how was that kind of process with that
1: well I say at first I feel like for anyone it's uh it's not fun at, at first you know what I'm saying like yeah. it's kind of mentally it's draining but I mean as like once you find that you know that that silver lining between things it's like everything happens for a reason and once I put that in my head that, you know what I'm saying, um, things happen to people and like, it's just, it's, it's God, it's all a part of God's plan really. So it's, you can't, you know, can't get down on it. Cause I mean, it's always a, uh, it's always a plan for you. It's very cool, man. Exciting. Yeah. Well,
2: it, it, uh, that plan coming up here, it obviously has an interesting path. Our guy that I played for coach Chiswick is back, um, I know you probably haven't stepped on the field or anything with him yet, seeing as like what middle of fe- February. But what have first impressions been like? I gotta know. Has he worn one of those shirts, like the floral shirts where he rolls the sleeves and there's a different design on the inside than there is on the outside? That's one of my favorite shirts in the world.
1: And I haven't seen that yet. He's real. He's he gonna put a, fi- a nice fit on though every time. Yeah. <laughs> a nice a nice blazer, some 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 nice shoes, nice slacks, some boots, something something nice. But I mean, my first impression of him, he's real. He's real to the point. Um, he's gonna tell you. He's gonna tell you what it is, and and that's it. Like he's like he's gonna tell you the truth, and no other way around it. Um, he's real strict on discipline and accountability, and I feel like that's what we need as a, as people and you know as a team. So like really like he he's real like honestly like he's straightforward in everything he says. You know like he has the resume for it, so you know like what he has done works, and you want to be a part of something that works too. So I mean that all falls in line with like this one, this one accountability that which way he teaches.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Hearing you say that it's like, it's like going back to 2015 when like Shaq's defense was saying the same thing. Like Shaq has compared it to what was it like Willy Wonka's golden ticket to be like, this is our way out to being a a good defense. Don't get me excited. Talking about chocolate, man. (laughs) Or or Yeah. But speaking of impressions, can we get your best impression of a coach on the team? My best
1: impression of a coach on the team.
2: Or a teammate, if you can't think of a a coach. Or a teammate. That's all. Um, I know you got a Dre. I know you got
1: one. Oh yeah, I got a Dre. (laughs) I I, I can get a Dre. What's up, (laughs) Rude? Hey, that's that's him.
2: That's all it takes,
1: to (laughs) you gonna hear that? You gonna hear, hear it every time you hear it, every time you see him. That's
2: perfect. That's so perfect. Okay, I got one for you here. If you could play any other sport at Carolina, what would it be?
1: Any That's a good question. Um, any other sport? Probably baseball. 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 Wow. Yeah. I mean, now, were I you?
2: I was gonna say, yeah. are you a good enough player that like you could play at a college level, or are you just saying that? Because I was terrible, and I'm not trying to make yeah. you feel bad.
1: Honestly, I never I never swung a baseball bat in my life. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be real with you. It's just like it's something like I was gonna I was gonna play um growing up. So actually yeah my and literally before like my first like sign up for baseball my daddy took me to uh took me to sign ups and um right when we get to the table I tell him I don't want to play. I <laughs> so so called ask, like, I don't know what that happened and I just like something to me said like I just don't want to play and I told him that and uh he like, you know, he just looked at me and he was like, all right. So we just went back home. Um, <laughs> like, what? Like growing and, like, watching the sport, like, it's actually, like, like, I actually, like, find it, like, relaxing to watch baseball. I mean, I know it's very slow-paced and all that, yeah. but, but I actually like it. I mean, I like, if I could play baseball, like, I definitely would try it. So were you strictly a football guy growing up, like, the whole time? Oh, no, I, I played uh, football, basketball, and I ran track. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
0: I could see you as as like a uh, a center fielder in, in yeah. baseball, tracking down fly balls. You got the speed to cover a lot of ground. I don't know how we're going to cover for never swinging a bat before, but hey. you know maybe we'll find ways to pinch run you, get you on the field. You can lay down a bunt. You can lay down <laughs> a bunt. Yeah, I'll bunt it. <laughs> Play in the outfield. I'm good. Before we go any further, we need – You mentioned you played basketball growing up. We need to get your take on probably the most controversial take on the internet when it comes to sports. You're a Carolina guy, but you're also part of this, this new age. Who's better MJ or LeBron?
1: Ooh, Ooh. That's crazy because we actually got an argument about this today in the locker room. <laughs>
0: Here we go. Yeah. Once a month. It
2: happens once Look, a month. And, and I'm going to make this tough on you. You have to say why, too. We're not letting you off the hook with
1: just the name. You need to justify it. <laughs> okay. Um, my, my thing, I said MJ. That, that's who I went with. A lot of guys in the locker room said LeBron. Um, I told them that LeBron is the greatest of our time, like our generation, like what we have seen. But like it's kind of like you know what I'm saying, uh I don't know, the fact that I'm saying that MJ's better kind of doesn't like give me a case to, you know what I'm saying. I didn't, I wasn't able to watch him either. But like hearing from like, you know what I'm saying, uh my dad, my grandpa, and like people that have seen like MJ play in his games, like they told me like that he's like he was the real deal. But I mean, seeing LeBron this year, honestly. Like the stuff he's doing at like that age, it's impressive. And it's like slowly. I mean, I'm. I'm not saying I'm. I'm like itch, itching towards LeBron a little bit, but I, I'm still. I'm still rocking. You know, the Carolina blue. Totally yeah. Cool. No, I
2: respect it. Like I, I love it. And even if I was on the fence in your position, I would lean towards Jordan too, because like you're playing towards the fans with that. Like you know, UNC fans want to hear Jordan. Yeah. But like I'm this. I'm the same way. And I. I hate how when you say Jordan to that people, a lot of LeBron fans will get like offended. It's like I'm saying he's. Second, maybe third, all time. Like, it's not offensive. Like, that's still really impressive. I just think Jordan edged him out a little bit. But, okay, we're we're sticking with basketball now. You've got my brain rolling, talking about things in the locker room. Here's a question I love to ask, guys. If you were playing one-on-one to 100 by ones and twos, it's make it, take it, and you're playing LeBron, you start with 96 and the ball,
1: could you beat him? I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm gonna go with me. Let's go. I, I, like, me. Yeah, <laughs> Let's I go. like it. I like it. I What's like the strategy? It. Uh,
0: <laughs> the strategy? You gotta, yeah.
1: If he's playing hard defense, I'ma just like run around the court and hope he, he gets out of breath before I do. Honestly. Um Yes. <laughs> then if I mean if he's playing soft defense, I'ma just shoot. And I mean, you said ninety six, right? Ninety six and the ball. Yeah. Ninety six and he's at zero. He's at yeah. zero. He's at zero. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's too many. Yeah, that's too many chances. See, that's what I said, and everyone's oh, like, "You, you won't make get it, make yeah. it,
2: take it." So once oh. he gets it, you have to stop him now.
1: Oh, I for, yeah, make it take it. That's tough. <laughs> oh no,
2: don't go back on me now. You're the first I mean, person I still, to ever I take still, my side.
1: That's tough, make it take. I mean, he's I told six nine, six eight. Yeah, too little. He's a little athletic. Yeah, he's a little.
2: He's got a little something to him. Yeah, I mean. I'm so going go, go myself. I like it. Confidence. See, you <laughs> yeah. can't play on an island as a corner and not oh, have that confidence. Yeah, you can't. Definitely. My strategy is the same as yours, Storm. I always said I'd get into his body. I know, of course, he's a better player than me, but he has to score a hundred to- hundred points. Which means yeah. if he's taking twos, it's going to be fifty shots, and he's probably going to miss one of those. If he's doing ones, he's got to do a hundred trips. I'm going to make him feel all 100 of them, and I'm just going to yeah. hope that in the mid-60s and 70s he starts to get a little tired. Yeah. I'm going to make him feel. I'm going to make him work. Make him earn every basket.
0: Got some to. cheap fouls, set the tone. <laughs> I'm,
2: going to take to.
0: a, I'm going to take a couple texts. Sticking, <laughs> sticking with Basketball Storm, mm. say you're Hubert Davis, and you have to make a starting five with UNC football. Who's your starting five? And just keep in mind, you're going to hurt some people's feelings because <laughs> – I know if your teammates are anything like ours, everybody in that building thinks that they could play for this Carolina basketball team. Oh,
1: yeah, that's that's tough, too. <laughs> Y'all got some good questions. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, from what I've seen, I'd have to say uh, Dante Balfour. I probably have him at the point. Okay. I heard – well, I haven't seen, but Dontavious Nash – Probably at the two, the three. Um, well, actually, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna skip to the five. Probably, KJ Hester.
0: Okay. Get some um, size down low. I like KJ it. KJ Hester. Um, four. So far, a pretty young team. Yeah, it is pretty young team right now. Youth, uh, I like it. Youth. Yeah. One and dunce. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think who all. Uh, Need some wings. Yeah, needs two. Who can shoot? Cam Kelly. Okay. okay. Putting Cam Cam at uh put him at the wing. Um have him in the corner because he can shoot. Cam in the corner. Um and four. Who could I put at the four? I need a big body. Uh I might just put wisdom down there. Ooh. I okay. might put wisdom I, Yeah. Actually, I might like put that. him at the five and put um KJ at the four. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I like that. I like that a lot. And then here's one that I think will be kind of tough on you. Mm -hmm. How are you from the charity stripe, the free throw line? You like your odds there? 50% above, below? Probably like 64. 64%. I like that. That's about where I'm at.
1: Not not too hard.
2: If we gave you one shot, sold out Dean Dome from the free throw line, you make it, you get a billion dollars, you miss it, you go to jail for two years, are you taking that shot?
1: Got to take the shot. Let's go. I like the gotta confidence take the here. Don't
2: take no a 64% shot. shooter here is risking his what? 36% on jail time. That's I like it. You
1: 2 years is a long time, but 1 billion. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the only thing I'm seeing right now. You can you can't look at the jail time. <laughs> I love it. Can't look at the jail time. I love it so my, much. My
0: mindset there is I just know I would not do well in jail. I would not do well in front of the sold out Dino. My hands would start sweating. That ball is not even touching the rim.
2: <laughs> the last time I I touched a basketball court in an organized game, I airballed two free throws. And and I will still say I take that shot.
0: Hey, gotta take the shot always. Let's take let's take prison out of the equation, <laughs> and let's let's maybe move you somewhere where you're even more uncomfortable. Move to boxing. You have one three-minute round with prime Mike Tyson. If you don't get knocked out, we'll also lower the dollar amount. You win ten million dollars. Can you do it? And are you stepping into the ring with him? You don't have to knock him out. You just have to survive a three-minute round. No doubt. No doubt.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's that's a big. That's a big. That's a big. Like you know, that's tough. I don't know. Is is the (laughs) ring like? It's (laughs)
0: It's regulation. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can't. I can't make any like changes to it beforehand. <laughs> no, I don't. can't make it like the ropes are I'm still there. Like, the ropes are still there. Like, probably like twenty by twenty or something like that. <laughs> I can't you, could, do, tr- you could
0: try to clench them as much as you want, but I don't even get close to them. Oh. <laughs> <No>, I'm <laughs> saying as far as I can, I'm not getting in there. Uh, just, just running laps around, I'm not the going in there. Yeah.
2: My the way I see it is: you're either getting a really, really good nap or ten million dollars. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. You got to step in the ring, though. Yeah, you I got to step in the ring. The ring. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I love it. Well, along those lines, and we're talking about fighting and survival, things like that, zombie apocalypse. This is the thing I think about often, probably more than I should. If you had to pick three teammates to go with you to fight off of the zombie apocalypse, who were who you picking? Who were your foxhole guys? And what's
1: tomorrow. your strategy? What's your strategy for zombie apocalypse? Strategy as far as like survival. They're, they're like coming at us. Like we're in a situation where they're coming at us. Yeah, you're
2: like stuck or, in a corner. You know, you got to find them up. But there's there's some survival too, right? You're trying to. This is, this is tough sledding, man. This is this is it. I say Tamari Fox. I can see that. Yeah, he does the eye eye black right on game day. Yeah, yeah he's best. ready. <laughs> he stays <Yeah>. ready.
1: <laughs> Tamari Fox, Ray Hasik, and Jalen Brooks. I like that. Yeah. He came, he
0: came quicker on this one than the basketball. He's put some yeah. thought into
2: this too. Yeah. Had, those those
0: are his foxhole guys. I feel like I know I he he trusts those guys. Is that is that what it's coming down to? I mean,
1: those, I mean they're,
0: they're pretty physical guys. So I <laughs> uh, I I wouldn't, you know what I'm
1: saying? The zombie coming at me, I'll trust them three right there
0: ton of great apocalypse movies like World War Z and I Am Legend. And speaking of the movies, that takes us to the movie portion of this podcast, which is brought to you by Grindhouse Supply, apparel for the culture, a local company based out of Benson, North Carolina, that has exclusive collections of vintage movie posters and apparel. It's owned by Carolina fans, so you'd be supporting... One of your own, which is always awesome. We got that everybody eats mentality all 2022. So check them out at grindhouse.com. That's G-R-N-D-H-A-U-S.com. And support the people that are supporting your favorite players. Storm, what would you say your favorite movie of all time is?
1: Favorite movie of all time? Probably The Godfather. Really? The Godfather. Let's go. Yeah, that's... I get the old soul
2: vibe
0: from Storm. I like, like I, I feel like you're,
2: I feel like you're like the Godfather. the uncle. Like they call you Unk in the locker room or something.
0: <laughs> they come to him for for the wisdom.
2: Yeah, I like yeah, it. Godfather's probably. Yeah, I'm gonna say something that I probably should never say again. I've never seen the Godfather any of them. You never, never, never. Yeah, I yeah. I have this weird thing. I don't like watching movies made before I was born. I feel like they just <laughs> feel they feel old, and I don't really yeah. like to watch them. That's nah, a weird man. thing about. If you me, got a no. time
1: of the day, I mean, if you could watch one movie, you know, that was before you were born, just just try it out. Just try it out. I'm going to check it out.
2: I'm try- I, uh, Maybe it's the Godfather. I don't
1: even know when it was made. Yeah, to be honest, like a, I don't even know either. It's like think, you know. You ever heard like anything about it though?
2: I, I I know what it's about. I know there's a um.
1: It's like a mafia type. Movie. Yeah, mafia type
2: stuff. I know he smokes cigars or something. That's really it. Yeah. That's all I've got. That's basically it though. <laughs> it's a so, good movie though. It sounds like you're a movie guy. You like them old. You like them new. If if they made a movie about your life, who's playing you? Say that again. If if they made a movie about your life, who would you want to play you? Who would I want to play? Wait, am
1: I allowed to be in it? <laughs> you can so be. I, in I it. could be in it. All right. Um, I was just on like growing up type deal, or just like anybody. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I thought you were gonna say you'd play yourself. Yeah, I mean they, that's that's the that was my <laughs> original thought. But um yeah I'll just play myself if I could.
2: But if uh, you were busy, right? They're mm-hmm. filming in the fall in, in five mm-hmm. years from now, so you're busy on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um what who who would you want it to be? I've got one in my head, but I don't want to say it before you do.
1: Uh what's his name? Michael oh. Rainey. I think his name Michael Rainey Jr. He plays in power.
2: Oh, I got you. Yeah. I thought you were on the same page as me. I was going to say Michael B. Jordan. I feel like you're a mustache away. That's where away. I was going. Yeah, oh, I feel yeah. like you're a
0: mustache away. <laughs> Slowly, it'll come in. It'll come in. in. Come it'll come in. And yeah, you, ha- you have the uh, the Friday Night Light experience where he was already in that, so he has a ton of great experience already in in the football. That's where I thought you would you would go too. But next up, we have rapid fire questions for you. What are your favorite Jordans? Force. Mm-hmm. Favorite season of the year? Fall. Love it. What are you afraid
2: of? That's deep. <laughs> Spiders. Love it. Uh, favorite TV show? Nezzy Classified.
0: The old school. <laughs> Let's go. What is the worst household chore? Dishes.
1: I love that
2: one. Uh what's on your pregame playlist? What kind of music are you listening to?
1: Um, some Rod Wave Gonna. Um who else? Rod Wave Gonna. Might throw in some uh, future. Um, who else is in there? Big Yevo. Um those are I mean, I have that on repeat. With your so. with your with
2: your uh, movie choice, I thought you were gonna say like I don't know, Sinatra and Frank's like Marvin Gaye. Yeah, like Marvin Gaye, Sinatra. Some Dean Martin. I do,
1: I do have like a playlist, though, that I, I occasionally get on that's like, you know, some 90s R&B. I love it.
0: Like I love it. And then the last rapid-fire question, where's your favorite place to eat in Chapel Hill?
2: Chipotle. That's a good one. That's that's an easy one. Well, we're going to wrap this up here soon. We can get you out of here. But I, I'm really happy about this partnership with Heels for Life inside Carolina because – We get the opportunity to do stuff like this, right? Give you all an opportunity to come on here, talk about this stuff, let fans get to know you. NIL is brand new to college athletics. And so really curious, like, what's it look like for you? This is free reign. Whatever you're selling, whatever, anything you have coming up, events, anything like that, like, talk to us. What's it been like? And what do you have? Where can fans find you?
1: Um, So I have uh, shirts, actually, um, for sale. that are uh, It's like a... It was pretty much like a duck and a, a, like rain coming down and like has like Chapel Hill across the front. Um, that I have that like posted on my Instagram and yes, on my Instagram and I'm, I'm probably about to put it on my Twitter as well. And as far as like the future of NIL, I'm looking forward to possibly doing a football camp on campus uh, sometime in the hopefully sometime in the summer, like speaking engagements and really, really just uh, community service, really just like going out, helping people. Trying to find ways that, you know, just help the community, stuff like that.
2: Hey, that's really cool, man. That's really awesome. And so we'll be sure to let people know when those camps are coming up so they can find you. And then you can also everyone find those um, his shirts on heelsforlife.org. You'll see a space on there on the directory page. You can click on it and buy as many shirts as you want.
0: Yeah, a ton of awesome <laughs> opportunities coming up. And like Shaq mentioned, you can visit Heels for Life. That's the number four heelsforlife.org life.org to get involved in UNC's NIL initiative with a membership. And also you could go right to the athlete directory on the website to further support your favorite players in their shop Storm mentioned it, but he's got his own shirt up there. Really cool design. And now that you've gotten to know him a bit through this podcast, maybe you want a shirt for yourself or for the Carolina fan in your life. And I can't think of a better person to kind of start out with. Start your collection of NIL gear, then a Storm Duck t-shirt. But that's all we have for this week on the Players Lounge. Appreciate you for sticking with us until the end. And Storm, we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk with us.
1: And I appreciate y'all. Thank you.